Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Making music for my family, long as we eat, don't need a Grammy. Trying to see better days, don't want to see no more Tanner. Need a pot to kiss in, and a window to throw it out. I'm just trying to make it out. If you know what I'm talking about, me, me, somebody want to see me eat. Not somebody who's stressing me, cause stress kills. Dreams live, keep hope alive. It's in my eyes, it's in my heart, it's in my voice. Believe me, people, we have a choice. On this day, I'm moving forward. People, please, let's move forward. What's killing us is a lack of knowledge. All knowledge ain't found in college. All knowledge ain't in the street. But you need both just to keep the peace. Ignorance is the way of life. Is that why King fought the fight? Malcolm Mitch was better than fuck. It's the song of my life, my battle, my strife. Am I to do wrong? Am I to do right? All I know is you better think twice. All I know is you only got one life. It's the song of my life, my battle, my strife. Am I to do wrong? Am I to do right? All I know is you better think twice. All I know. This generation is too new Walk around without a clue Don't know what these leaders done did for you Made it easy for you to pursue Made a way for your dream to come true Stop letting society tell you what you can't do Cause it's deception Camouflage, that's the truth Remember, it takes a village to raise the youth It's too much devastation And not enough preparation Too much separation Everybody on vacation I'm out to get that cheese Better yet, that cake Get about my face With that rat race I'm a top chef, sipping on the top chef. Educate yourself, increase your wealth. It's the song of my life, my battle, my strife. Am I to do wrong? Am I to do right? All I know is you better think twice. All I know is you only got one life. It's the song of my life, my battle, my strife. Am I to do wrong? Am I to do right? All I know is you better think twice. All I know is you only got one life. Every time I log on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, I always see somebody hating on somebody. I always see somebody cheating on somebody. Everybody stressing. The whole world in a melee right now. The media keep running us all around like we in a maze, like it's a puzzle. What we need to do right now, people, is stop hating on each other and respect each other. That record you just heard right there is none other than PTI, Pardon the Interruption, by yours truly, T.D. Hollis. 
Yes, that's a song I made back in my youthful days, back when I was a young, aspiring entertainer working in radio industry. Um, as you know from last week's show, I spoke to you all and let you know that I've been a long-standing advocate in the community for quite some time. And soon around the time when I was awakening and finding out that I was becoming this guy that I am today, um, I started to want to make music that I thought would move and motivate the people, music that would be uplifting and encouraging and also serve as a reminder to where we've come from throughout time and throughout history. Um, That song right there touches on basically growing up, dealing with life here in Mobile, Alabama, and speaking to and about the issues that we face here on a systemic level um, and also on an economic level. Uh, Shot the video downtown and downtown Mobile, painting a lot of history and uncovering a lot of uh, hidden in plain sight facts that we probably would ignore on a normal day-to-day basis. But tonight's show is about cities that develop around the urban community. Now, here on the T.D. Hollis Talk Show, what we do is we discuss urban issues. We discuss governmental affairs. This is a political progressive show. We focus on politics, but not so much as to your O'Reilly's and your Hannity's. Nothing of that nature or something like your... um, Nancy Grace's or or Anderson 360's. This isn't anything like that. This isn't anything like the Larry King show. This is something that the people need. This is the people show. This is a show that not just covers the trending topics, but also covers topics that should trend, if you understand what I'm saying. So tonight on the show, we will discuss the highly debated and heavily discussed issue of the city of Mobile and its place in the issue concerning a new stadium at the University of South Alabama and Ladd Stadium possibly being reduced to size or shut down for operations as far as weekly high school football contests and senior bowls and Reese's senior bowl, uh, the um, Go Daddy Bowl, which is now known as the Dollar General Bowl, um, and a couple of HBCU classics. That's something that's at stake right now. Also, we will um, talk about how they're trying to walk away and leave behind the monarch of history in Mobile by shifting away their responsibilities from actually having to put any care into the stadium. Um, we will also discuss how LeBron James is a champion in the community. This week, we will focus on exactly everything that he's touched on through the LeBron James Family Foundation and creating the I Promise School back in his hometown in Akron, Ohio, um, a place that somewhat can relate to the place that I'm from, such as Mobile, Alabama, somewhere where the government will build around or, should I say, develop around the urban community whereas they should be developing within the urban community. Uh, We'll touch back on that and what I mean exactly in full by that. Um, So let's talk about LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James, you know, 
Uh, I'm a fan of the all-athlete. Uh, I wouldn't say I am a fan of LeBron James, but I am a fan of the athlete and the humanitarian that LeBron James has become. Uh, we've already followed LeBron, and we know that he donates money, uh, pays college tuition, sends kids to school on a consistent basis. This isn't anything new for LeBron. LeBron is actually doing what we claim as a society, people or African-Americans that reach that amount of money um, should be doing. Um, Right now, society, of course, is trying to create some kind of um, disturbance towards what he's doing. But uh, anytime we've known throughout history that a pioneer, whether he's white, black, no matter the color, no matter the orientation. Um, whenever you do something for the commonwealth or the community, there's a group of people out there that despise it totally. And sometimes the same group of people that despise it totally are the very same people that can benefit from it, that should take some form of interest to understand why. Um, right now, they're trying to say that LeBron is footing the bill on only the taxpayers of Akron, Ohio, and the school system, but they don't realize that it was an $8 million project put into place by LeBron and the Akron Public Schools. Now, it's taken care of by the Akron Public Schools because now they can fall within the loopholes of receiving funds and grants and being a part of different civic organizations by being a public school registered affiliated. This lets you know that this school is accredited. The partnership comes in where LeBron is paying majority and footing majority of the bill. The school board will only pay two million and they will be able to pay pay a little bit more in the future once the school reaches capacity. Okay, so I did a little homework. Um so if they're only gonna pay two million they're only obligated to pay $2 million, and it's an $8 million project, then you tell me where the other millions came in. And I just think that, you know, all media is good media, but you have some journalists out here that have nothing better to talk about. And any taxpayer that can't see that this is a good deal uh, with the I Promise School, what LeBron James is doing, then they probably need to lose their civic rights to be able to vote because that's just my opinion. Because what's happening here is this man is about to change the face of his city. This man is about to change the face of his state. This is about to inspire so many people, not even just in Akron, Ohio, but across the nation and possibly even across the world. Where LeBron James goes around towns, around uh, all the seven seas, and starts building I Promise schools. Whereas you have people such as the Oprahs and and people um, of all other celebrity status that go out of the country to build schools in impoverished nations in Africa and South Asia. You have LeBron James, one of the richest African-Americans right here in the United States, taking care of home first, something that we should all want to do. We shouldn't look out our window and be so wealthy to ourselves and look down on those that can't afford themselves the opportunities that we have. Because LeBron James comes from a broken community. LeBron James was fortunate enough to be blessed with his talents and to stay smart and knowledgeable 
about how to fund and raise more money once entering the NBA. He was chosen straight out of high school for his mighty talents. And after the contract that LeBron James was issued his rookie year coming straight out of high school, that made the, the colleges want to put a ban on what was going on. So this type of thing where young men can actually get out there straight out of high school and go compete within this sport had ended. So they had to go to school for a year after that. And now you have what they call the one and dones now. You have a lot of guys going into the college level one year, um, blowing teams up, being in the big dance and and before you know it, they're in the draft, and now they're getting these big-dollar contracts. So what LeBron James is doing is he's paving the way and showing all these same-caliber athletes that this is what we do with our money. This is how we ensure that the future is protected for tomorrow, and this is how we ensure that the children in the same communities that we came from are offered these same opportunities. And if they don't receive the same athletic opportunities, at least they will see receive the same educational opportunities. And for that, LeBron James, my man, you are a champion. Even though you got uh, roasted and handled in the um, NBA Finals this year, you continue to show up, so that proves that you're a champion on the court. But not only on a champion, you're a champion out here in society. And you know the people got your back against the Trumps. Of course, they had something to say about your I Promise School. Um of course, you're doing work for the Af- for the African American community, and not only are you taking care of the African American community, this is a public school, so there's no barment of what type of child may be able to attend. You gotta love that. That's good classic work from LeBron James. Proud of you on that, Bronny. And check out LeBron James' son coming real soon, Bronny James Jr. Oh man. That guy's bad, 13, 12, 13 years old, uh, kind of got the same skills his dad has. I can only wait. Um, it won't be a bust like Michael Jordan Jr. All right. So that's a little bit on sports, uh, mixing in with our champion of the week, Mr. LBJ. Um, got to cop the latest sneaks. His shoes are the best, too, for those who have orthopedic problems. Um, just a little tidbit I thought I'd throw in there. But the root issue of my cause today is talking about cities that develop around the urban community but do not develop within the urban community. All right, so I'm from Mobile, Alabama, if you guys don't know who's just tuning in to the show or never listened ever before. Um, And what we deal with down here is Mobile was one of the first white – and I apologize. Mobile was the first – white established colony, city, settlement, however you'd like to place it, in the state of Alabama. But that goes long before the years of annexation before Mobile even became a part of Alabama. That goes back to the 17 and the early 1600s when this was under Spanish and French rule after conquistadors came here and took land from the Marvellan Indians. (laughs) So as I proceed, we are a city that is very key on dominance and taking away from the African-American community. Um, This is also the same city where Timothy Mayer made a bet and said that he could go and get Africans for slavery and bring them back to America 
um, about 15 years, uh, 5 to 10, if I'm not mistaken. I, I Don't quote me on the amount of years. But after Abraham Lincoln abolished slavery and the Civil War was fought, he made a bet that he could go do this. And he said if he didn't return, uh, after he returned to his to, to his homestead over in Plateau that we call it now, uh, Africatown and parts of Pritchard over by Lovejoy Temple, um, on <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, guys, on Mayor Street. <clears throat> All right. Um, he went and got the Yorubans from Africa, and that's how we know about Cut Joe Kazula Lewis today. And he brought them back, and he made a bet that he would not get caught and that he could bring them. And once he put the um, the ship over in Africa town off the harbor there, he told his people that he was going downtown to claim the money. And if he did not return back within the frame of time that he thought he should be returning back, I'm talking about back in horse and carriage days now. All right. Um he said, put the ship on fire, burn it up, and do whatever. So legend tells it that that's what happened. So the Africans had to jump overboard, and they had to come on shore, and then they had to start their own way of life. Then they had to do things in their own community. And if you go to the Africa town, you can look at all the major corporations that have been developed around that community. But go inside that community and you find no development. You even go find the remnants of a training school. It's so bad that the school is still called the Mobile County Training School. Still saying that we are not fit of going to a whole school, but yet we need to be trained in how to go to school. That community also has a lot of rich athletes and artists Zora Neale Hurston even wrote about that area. Um, so this is Mobile. This is where I'm from. And if you speed it up to 2018, these same things are still being practiced. These same things are still being operated on in in this city. So what we look at now, we have the mayor of Mobile who comes from a family last name of people who have great dominance and have ran things from Choctaw Bluff, Alabama, all the way down to the sandy white shores of the Gulf of Mexico here in Alabama. And they have their hands on a lot. They um, really had their hands on timber, and they still do, based off all the land that they own throughout the cities and the state. Um, We have this mayor now. He's a repeat mayor. He's just been reelected last year. So he's up there now, and he's working with the University of South Alabama. They've drafted a clause. They want to start construction um, on a new football stadium, which is nothing wrong with that. We have no objections towards the school wanting their own stadium. Of course, every college wants its own football stadium for its football program. I know about the money that you can save. I know about the money that you can make. I understand about the events and entertainment that you can surround it. I understand the recruitment for more students to come to your school. 
the recruitment for more athletes to come participate at your school. We understand all that. But at the hands of $10 million over 20 years being forced out of the taxpayer's pocket, that becomes a little bit absurd. Then when there's rumor that you want to demolish last stadium, you come back and say that you don't want to demolish last stadium, but now you want to repurpose last stadium. Then people laid calm and didn't understand what they were saying by repurpose, and then we unfolded, and you want to take our 37,000-seater and turn it into a 5,000-seater and make it just a high school football stadium and say that you will put recreational things such as slides and playgrounds around it. But don't realize that what you're doing is the development that is placed right there in the city of Mobile is also in an urban community. South Alabama's been using this stadium for the last 10 years now. Now that things are done and we are staged and ready and set up to go, we're ready to move away from the city of Mobile and get out of that urban community. And we want to go and have our own games on the west side of the city. We want to build our stadium inside an urban community that we've purchased over half of as we continue to develop around the remaining citizens that live there. While we will not put any money within the community, we want to develop around the community. This is just modern-day gentrification taking place. We've seen it from time to time with the housing projects. We've seen it throughout time with the white flight, with all the white citizens in the city of Mobile leaving the inner city, and not just in Mobile, but it was a it was a national thing. This is this is what was going on. So now we are faced back with the national thing because all the people from the white flight areas they want to establish the areas that they flew to to make them mega areas as they migrate back towards the inner city and push us into the outskirts in between the far west and the inner city. You want to take away last stadium. But by taking away last stadium, you will lose. You will lose big. The city does not care about preserving the senior bowl. The city does not care about preserving a bowl game. However, I have no fear about the bowl game disappearing because there is known where there are bowl games played on college campuses. So we will still have a bowl game. And for Mobile, that will be enough based on the way that our legislation runs our city. And for our black and brown brothers sitting on the city council, your activity lacks. Whereas you can say that you have no part in to say what will happen 
when it will happen or how it will happen or who can do what and who can't do what, instead of always pitching the same lame excuse about your one city employee that you own or that you have possession or authority over, how about standing up as you all portray and claim to be advocates? If you are an advocate, that means you speak up about something. I'm downtown watching you guys and sitting with you guys on a weekly basis. So much that when I don't come, all the times that I've come before, make up for the time that I didn't come. And you always portray to be advocates. And I sit there and I watch you advocate for what you want. You make claims to the government, hire over you. You make claims to the townspeople. You make claims to your peers. And you make claims to the administration. And you don't rest on your issues. So for you to pass the buck and show no emotion or show no resistance towards what is happening here in our city is shameful. You all know it. I don't have to tell you. I don't have to call any names. We have seven city councilors. And out of all those seven people, how many have actually stood up and said that this is not good for the community versus saying, well, the day hasn't come yet, and and we don't know what tomorrow going to hold. Uh, don't read me no Bible scripture when you're trying to decide my fate. Don't tell me what you want me to hear. I want you to advocate. I want you to stand up. Because had Tim Hollis won that election last year on August 22, 2017, Tim Hollis will be standing up just as he is right now telling the mayor, telling South Alabama that they can take their proposition, that they can shove it up their cans, and they can walk away, go the other way, because the people of the city do not want this. The people of Down the Bay do not want this. The people of Maysville will not rest. And as long as injustice is around, I will be up, and I will speak up, and I will stand up. So when you're thinking about what you're doing, and what you're going to do. Just think about your grandchildren. Think about their grandchildren. And think about their grandchildren. And look at what you claim you're doing that is good for the city, but only good for your temporary rule and reign. And look at what predicaments and obstacles that is going to preempt for, for your seeds of the future. Whereas I stated at the council meeting, the rich don't care because they've never been poor. And the poor don't care because they think they'll never be rich. So until we change our focus sets, until we change our mindsets, until the rich start thinking like poor men and the poor men start thinking like rich men, we'll always have a great divide here in Mobile, Alabama, where no peace and unity lives or exists. Tonight I'd like to thank you all for listening to the show. Next week, tune in next week. Next show coming up. Please tune in next Sunday. You don't want to miss this show. Please tell a friend about it. Next week we'll have a special guest. I'm not telling the name. I'll release it on Wednesday of this week, August the 8th. I'll release who our special guest will be on our show. Just let the people know. Anytime you want to call in on this show, just dial 929-477-2954. 
That's 929-477-2954. Yes, we will have a special guest on the show next week. Not telling who, but there is a special guest. There's new developments happening in our city. South Alabama says that they want their school and they want the city to help. The city is more so leaning towards helping. The last stadium board also represented and said that they have the money in their own storage to take care of whatever issue may need to be taken care of. Stay tuned to looming topics and hot updates happening right here in the city of Mobile. Next week, next week, gun violence, gun violence. We talk about gun violence, how to shift it, how to curb it, and how to mold the future to seek better options for their prosperity. It's been your man, T.D. Hollis. This has been the T.D. Hollis Talk Show. I love you all. Stay blessed. And remember, I have an important message for you every night before I go.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.